Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast with your host, Tina Conroy. Gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. Explore spiritual topics, including intuition, healing, wellness, yoga, vibrant living, and more. Hello, friends. Namaste. Tina here. I hope you're doing fantastic. Listening to this podcast, it is two days before Thanksgiving. And we are kicking off the holiday season. As wonderful as the holiday season is, it brings with it stress, a lot of stress. And sometimes stress is very unmanageable. This particular episode is a talk that I did two weeks ago from Stress Management in Women. It was a talk for about 400 to 500 women And it was orchestrated by the Katz Women Institute under the Northwell brand. A lot of you know I work for the Center for Wellness and Integrative Medicine. And this was a talk to talk about stress, talk about how to manage your stress. My particular talk was about daily spiritual routine or a daily routine and how when we have certain things in our routine, how we can keep stress at bay. And then also about my favorite topic, one of my favorite topics, aromatherapy, essential oils. So let me tell you a few things before you settle into the show. Know that this is a live event. It was held at a very large restaurant, so you will hear background sounds. You will hear the clanking of dishes and people talking. We did our best to keep the sound available to you and just know it was a live venue. Also, I am speaking about a few essential oils. I speak about lavender, I speak about peppermint, I speak about frankincense, and I do speak about some citrus oils. Now, I did not speak about the brand when I spoke live, but the brand that I use that I am so committed to is Young Living Oils. I have been using Young Living Oils for over 20 years in my healing journey, as well as my healing practice and with my Reiki clients. If you have any interest in Young Living Oils, you can go to my website, tinaconroy.com, scroll down, you will see a tab for Young Living Oils, and you can just look and see what you are interested in. And if you have questions, just reach out to me and email me. What I do suggest, if you're listening to this, and you may want to listen first and then listen again, is that when I guide the group through a meditation, I would love for you to have lavender essential oil with you. That would be really great. It would make it very interactive. So if you have lavender essential oil, even if you don't have Young Living, go ahead. When I start the meditation, place a drop in your left hand. We always use the left hand as a spiritual hand closest to the heart. Cup your hands over your nose and take three deep breaths. And then follow along as I guide you into meditation. Over the next few weeks on the podcast, I will be speaking about this very topic, stress management. Throughout the next six weeks, you will get different episodes and different ways that you can manage your stress. I want your holidays to be absolutely as peaceful as they can be. And that's my intention for all of you. Now, I would love to also offer you one more opportunity. As you're listening to the show, I am offering a Black Friday, Cyber Monday special, and it will be available as of the time you're listening to midnight, November 26th, which is Cyber Monday. 
You can purchase at any time from the time you're listening. I will leave the link in the show notes up until midnight, November 26th. It is a Reiki and virtual reading for 150 or a virtual reading 75. It is a discount and it's an offer to all of you for being my supportive listeners. Okay, so let's roll. Have your lavender essential oil handy and sit back and enjoy. So through aromatherapy, essential oils, we go through a little bit of a meditation. It helps us to create a foundation. How many people have either a daily routine, something that I'm going to call around you every day, something that connects you or you take a pause in your day? Does anybody have that right now? A few hands. And can you share with us a little bit of what that is? Do you mind? Well, I do uh, scriptural meditation in the mornings. I get up, that's the first thing I do in my quiet time. And I get centered before I start. Last year, to be able to study that I teach up the scriptures. Quite beautiful. So, a prayerful, something yes. prayer connecting you. And do you do that most, most days? Every day. Every day. Nice. Thank you for sharing. Anybody else do something like that that connects them, that makes them feel good? It doesn't have to be meditation or prayer, maybe something different? You walk every day. The hour and hour now. And how does it make you feel? Do you feel connected? Do you feel enlivened? What are some of, some of the emotions, some of the words that come up? Um, I feel healthy. I feel better about myself. I'm not sitting in front of the TV set. Thank you for bringing that up. So that's something else, connecting to nature. How many people, when you go outside and you connect to nature, you go to the woods, you go to the beach, you go to the mountains, you feel better? Majority of people, right? It may be the beach for you, it may be the woods for you, it may be the mountains for you. The beach happens to be one of my favorites. Right? And we all talk to you, all hear the word ions, positive ions in the air. That's what happens when we go to the beach. So it's like positive nature. Connecting us to nature, connecting us to ourselves. Anybody else? I know there are a few hands. Anybody else that does something daily that connects them or makes them feel good? Or often? Yes. I got a dog. So having a pet, unconditional love, right? Unconditional love, having a pet. So all these things are wonderful. Anybody else want to share? Yes. So she was sharing, in case you didn't hear, she was sharing that she connects with a good friend, a best friend every day. So we call that really important or uh, conversation. So how many of you have conversations that are meaningful? There's a difference between a meaningful conversation and a non-meaningful conversation. Having meaningful conversations helps our stress. Having a meaningful conversation helps our stress. 
meaningful conversations, people can actually hear you and listen to you. Right? If it's a problem or not a problem, but meaningful conversation, people that are meaningful in your life will enhance your life. Think about people in your life that are meaningful to you. People you want to spend time with. How does that make you feel? Happy, good, alive. So all these things are, they sound so easy, right? Meaningful conversations, go walk in the woods, nature, pause, scripture, prayer, meditation. I don't know who brought that word up, but meditation. So connecting to ourselves is first and foremost very important for stress. And now I want to introduce a little bit of essential oils. So how many people know about essential oils or maybe use essential oils on a regular basis? So essential oils, most people are introduced to essential oils in different products, or they may be introduced in such as like for myself. So I took my, I'm also a yoga teacher. Many, many years ago, when I took my first yoga class, the yoga teacher came over in Shavasana, that's the last pose, and she had a little lavender in her hands. I took a nice breath, and my body felt better. So what happened in that moment? Lavender essential oil. I'm going to talk about just a few oils because there is a lot. Lavender essential oil is a calming oil. It's very common. It's relaxing. And what happens is in any essential oil, when we breathe in the oil, we have what's called the olfactory in the brain. So when you breathe something in, this memory that's associated to your brain reminds you of something. I want you to think about your grandma's or someone's apple pie, right? Or fresh baked bread. Those can spur memories because the olfactory part of your brain is reminding you of a memory. So there's a reason when you go into stores and they're pumping things through the vents, right? And they usually smell good or citrus or orangey or lemony. That's because they want you to be there. And they want you to stay there. And they want you to associate that store with them so you keep coming back. So does anyone have like a store in mind that smells like citrusy or orange or good? Yeah. Okay, right. And some of them I know could be overpowering. Where lavender is calming and relaxing, citrus such as orange and lemon and tangerine and lime is uplifting. So every essential oil has a physical and an emotional benefit. So I'm going to start with lavender. Lavender is calming and relaxing to the nervous system. When you breathe in lavender, most people feel relaxed. Now, is there anybody in the room that does not like lavender? Sometimes they get bad, which is fine. You can use lavender in many different ways. You can do what's called simply direct inhalation, which is you would use lavender essential oil. You would place a drop on your hand, and you'd rub your hands together. It takes about 90 seconds to get into the bloodstream because the skin is the biggest part of the body. And essential oils are made for wellness. Now, I'm particularly talking about high-grade essential oils, so there's no products in them, there's no fragrances in them. So there are oils out there that do have that. So if you start to use essential oils, you want to look for high-grade essential oils. 
You can put a drop in your hands and take a few breaths. So we're gonna do this together. I'm gonna actually, you don't have an essential oil. I would love at the end that I speak, if you come up and you can even smell some essential oils because I don't have enough for the room. But I wanna just do this exercise even though you don't have it. So right now, I'm pumping lavender in the room. It's like a handy dandy diffuser. So a few ways that you can enjoy essential oils is direct inhalation is you put in your hand and breathe in. A diffuser like this, and you can buy them anywhere. They're not hot steam, they're cool water with the oil. And other ways is topically on your skin. Okay. So I'm gonna put the mic down, I talk pretty loud, so I think you'll hear me. We're gonna do this exercise together, even though you don't have the essential oil, but I want you to just have a calming relaxation response, okay? So I'm gonna put it down and hopefully you can still hear me. So we're gonna have you take your hands and rub your hands together. Okay, and we're just kind of creating a little bit of warmth, right? And before we even do this to the sense of smell, since you don't really have the essential oils in your hands, I want you to just place them over your eyes if you can. If you have glasses, just kind of hover. Just place them over your eyes. Place your hands over your eyes. Yeah, eyes closed. And just take a couple of breaths. Breathe in and breathe out. Take a few more breaths. Feel your eyes relaxing as much as possible. They may still be moving around a bit. Take a few more breaths. And then we're gonna do one more thing. So keeping your eyes closed, which I know may feel a little strange, place your hands on your heart center. Not where your heart is particularly, but your heart center, center of the heart. One hand on top of the other. Keeping your eyes closed, keep breathing in and breathing out. Relax your shoulders and be aware of your breathing. Allow your breath to flow in and out. The thoughts may enter your mind and that's fine. Let them pass and return to your breath. As the breath flows in and out. Say to yourself, let go. You'll say to yourself, let go, and say your first name. So you're saying this to yourself. Let go, your first name, and let go again. Link this phrase to your breath. Inhale, let go. Exhale, your first name. And inhale, let go. Go ahead and do that three more times and I'll take you out. Breathing in, let go. Breathing out, your name. Breathing in, let go. And I'll know you're done by just placing your hands on your lap, on your table, or on your hands. So let's take a nice deep breath in together. Nice deep breath in. And exhale away. 
Does everybody feel the shift in the room? Does everybody notice? Did I lose anyone? Is anyone sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about lavender oil. Lavender oil is calming and relaxing. You can use lavender oil in a bath. You can place it on your hands and take a couple breaths in. You can use it as an atomizer. So you can put it, get a, always get a glass bottle, never plastic. Put a few drops of lavender, a little bit of water, spray your car, spray your pillows, spray your sheets. Great way. If you don't have a bathtub and you only have a shower, take a little drop of lavender, place it on the drain, and when the hot water hits the drain, you have a beautiful smell of lavender. Not everybody has a bathtub, right? I don't. Another way you can use lavender is in your, in your clothing. So if you start to move away, perhaps you're starting to move away from chemicals in your home. So instead of using the bound sheets or the sheets that soften your dryer, take a washcloth and soak it with water bring it out, a few drops of lavender, and then put it in your dryer. Your clothes will not only smell fresh and clean from lavender, but they also not have that clingy effect, and you're not using a chemical. Lavender is also meant to be used for burns. So if you have a burn, it, it should be meant to also be in your kitchen. Does anybody have aloe plants in their kitchen? So similar, so just like aloe, you have a burn, you can put aloe on a burn. If you get a burn from your stove, you can take lavender, put it directly on your skin, and it will help soothe the burn. Now, not an open, oozing cut, but a burn. Black and blues, lavender is great for black and blues. Lavender is great for insect bites. Green flies in the summer, mosquito bites. Put some lavender on, it'll take the sting away. Sunburn. Take a bottle of water and lavender, or even lavender and, and another oil, such as grapeseed oil or olive oil or coconut oil. Slather it on your body after a long day of sunburn, and it will cool the body. So lavender is a cooling to the physical body. That's why when you have an insect bite, or if you have a sting, or you have sunburn, it's cooling. Any other questions on lavender? I'm probably missing a whole bunch. So she's asking, how does she know which is the right one, which is the right lavender oil? So the right lavender oil is the lavender oil that's a high-grade essential oil. So you want to look for the term high-grade essential oil. Now, you're, there's a whole thing about is it right, is it wrong? So you can buy lavender at the grocery store, or maybe not the grocery store, but like Whole Foods and things like that, and they may have different brands, but there may be other additives in that. So you wanna make sure when you buy your essential oils that it's just what's, what it says. Just how now when you go to the grocery store, you wanna buy organic or healthy, you wanna know. So for your lavender, any oil for that, for that uh, anything really should be high grade therapeutic oil. So high-grade therapeutic oil. It doesn't really matter about the brand, but it matters about the term. Yes? Is that the same thing as 100% essential oil? Because I don't remember seeing the words high-grade, but 100%. As long as it says in the bottle, and you can read what's on the bottle, just like our food, right? You can read the labels, and it only says lavender essential oil, you're good to go. It should say high-grade therapeutic oil, but maybe there's a term there. That may mean the only difference 
which it gets a little funny with marketing, is that they may take a lavender oil and they may connect it with another oil. So these particular oils that I use, and I'm not selling oils today, it's not about that, this information, is only lavender oil in the bottle. That particular one may really only be lavender, but they add either olive oil or coconut oil to, to make it more. You know what I'm saying? They're just expanding it. Yeah. So it's not bad, it's just diluted. It's not bad, it's just diluted. Yes? So the actual plant, you can extract the oil only from the plant? Yes. Yes. Good question. So let me tell you a little bit about the, the whole makings of that. So shoot, what you're asking is, where has oil, where does the essential oil come from? Which is a great question. So I'll give you an example, since we're talking about lavender. It takes 27 square feet of lavender plant to make one 15 milliliter bottle. I'll say that again. 27 square feet of lavender plants to make one 15 milliliter bottle of lavender oil. So what that means is less is more. You don't need a lot. One drop of lavender oil goes a long way. Right? So it's distilled from plants. It's not distilled from the roots. It's not distilled from the trunks of the tree. There are oils that come from the trunks of the tree, but they're coming from the plants. And the distillery or the companies that do the oils are using the plants, and the plants are actually have oils in them. See, plants are part of nature, which we're all connected, right? So if we believe we're all one in this whole consciousness of nature, which talks about nature, plants and essential oils are part of the earth. It's part of consciousness. So oils, is part is a plant, right? So that's why they work so well. This isn't something new. This has been happening for many, many, many years. Matter of fact, essential oils go back to biblical times. They're cited, and I love this, so I'm just gonna share this with you. Essential oils date back to 4500 BC. Oils are mentioned 188 times in the Bible. 70% of the books of the Bible mention essential oils. The wise men presented frankincense and myrrh to Jesus. Mary anointed Jesus' feet with spikenard. So, and then probably there are probably other texts as well. I just happen to have this from the Bible. Has anyone heard frankincense before? Yes. So frankincense is a sacred oil, and it's used for sacred ceremonies. It's used for temples and churches. But frankincense is actually in a lot of our beauty products. <coughs> so frankincense is a very pure oil, and frankincense can be used for your skin. It helps with wrinkles, and it helps with scarring. Now, actually, go get this frankincense. <laughs> it really is a wonderful oil. It also helps with bruising. I had a friend's, and you only know this by trial and error. I had a friend whose daughter you know, fell and she was really scraped up on her knees, so she applied frankincense oil. And the amount of time that the scraping, you know, the cuts, you know, they went away, it took time. But the body really connects well with the essential oil because it's all natural. So something like frankincense really helped the healing and the bruising. They have done studies, and again, I'm always you know, just want to say this, that there's lots of studies out there in research. They've done some studies with frankincense with cystic breast. 
And they've done studies where people have massaged frankincense oil and cystic breast, and it has reduced the cystic breast. Right? Don't quote me, but it has been helpful. A lot of these things are just coming to be, and we're integrating. So where I where I part of is the Center for Wellness and Integrative Health in Roslyn, New York. We're integrating, so it's no more so much of alternative health. We're integrating health with integrative health. We're, it's all health, it's all one. So something like essential oils and Reiki and aromatherapy and reflexology and yoga and Pilates and acupuncture are all the things that we, we do. If you haven't stopped by the table, we have a whole bunch of flyers here in the back. Any other questions on lavender or oils in general? Can we buy frankincense? It's very just like the salt with oil, but is it available like lavender? It is. It is available. It's very expensive. It tends to be a little pricey. I would say, let me give you an example. Well, as far as it works on pain and things like mm -hmm. that, I suffer from a lot. Mm -hmm. I would rub it off myself. Yeah. <laughs> so something like this size, whoops. Something about this size, and it's, all, it's in glass. You always want to buy your oils in glass. Don't not buy your oils in plastic. It should never be sold in plastic anyway. It's always going to be a dark oil color. It's going to be dark so that the sun, you want it to be like a dark brown or a dark blue. You want to store your oils in either, like, I would say average temperature. So you don't want to keep it in the glove compartment of your car or your beach bag. You also don't want it to be in, get too cold. And if it's sealed, you can, they really last a very, very long time. Um, something like this size for frankincense is probably about $120. Frankincense is, is a difficult one, and it's one of those oils that you can find. But yes, you can buy it, and people do purchase it. And again, you just want to look for the oil that says high-grade therapeutic or high-grade essential oil. Yeah. And if you have an integrative, if you have an integrative doctor, suggest it to him or her, and ask if they have any suggestions. Some of them don't know, but it's it's very helpful. Yeah. I actually have a comment about frankincense. It is actually a Chinese herb, and it is used for um, healing sores, abscesses, things like that, and can help reduce pain as well. Um, but you just, some people have an allergy on this, they can get allergic reactions to the skin, and it actually should be avoided during pregnancy. But that's if you're ingesting it. Yeah. So it's, it, oil is probably a little different, but yeah, just the. Yeah, no, that's good to know. So I don't ever say, you know, talk to your physician and don't ingest anything, especially oils, unless you have a doctor that is, is suggesting herbs. So, yeah, frankincense is very, very. Um, it's a very, it's a great oil, it's a great herb, and it's very healing. Any other questions regarding the Can I ask a question about the lavender again? Because you mentioned about the, the green flies. We sail a lot, so we are always having those green flies, you know, when they're out. It, it, can you use it prophylactically? Like, will it prevent them from biting you know? Because after that, I, I would like to be able to, you know, Ward them off if you can. Do you know if that works? I don't know if they if it will keep them away, but I know once you get the bite, it'll help the sting and the swelling. 
So there are there are other oils that you can avoid oh, really? for insects, but they might be a blend and a little bit more. Um, I know there's different companies that make blends that will avoid insects and things like that that are natural, like not the spray and all of that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the top of the head what else would do. So for example, we're talking about insects and bugs. We'll stay on that for a minute. Peppermint. So you know the little the little ants that come in your house or you might see them on your counter, you know, like right around springtime? Peppermint attracts them, keeps them away. So you could do a little bit of peppermint around your backboard and things like that. So peppermint, you, you just have to, this, again, with every oil, there is a little contradiction. So peppermint, you don't want to use if you're pregnant. It's also a hot oil, so you have to be very careful if you put it on your skin. You could have some um, reverse reaction. I always say with everything, you know, everything is, you don't need a lot. Less is more. Right? You don't want to pour a bottle of anything on you. You don't need a lot. Thank you so much for listening. Now, just remember, as we head into the holidays, keeping our stress manageable, put yourself first. My favorite saying, self-care is not selfish. Many blessings. Namaste. Namaste.